0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Recording this on a victory Monday for you all, the Buffalo Bills, 27-17 to 17 victors over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football. Certainly not the prettiest game we've, uh, we've ever seen, but a victory nonetheless. And I think when you got to the start of this season and you're thinking to yourself, hey, a victory on Sunday night football over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers by two scores, you would certainly sign up for that. And I am definitely not one to complain about a victory in primetime football, especially coming off the bye and Sean McDermott improving his record to 6-0 coming off the bye. Friendly reminder, you guys, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, brought to you by our friends at homage.com. All the information in the show notes and with it being a Victory Monday, I'm happy to see that they added that Victory Monday hoodie, hoodie season in full effect. You know that's my go-to each and every time and appreciate these guys for uh, for supporting the show. Now, as I look at the game on Sunday night, like I said, right, the the, the first half, the Bills' offense looked good. Obviously, the defense, you, you know, some some things against the run, but really kind of controlled the game. And not not a scenario where you really felt like this one was in doubt. And you know, here you are. It's it's like you know, almost 24 hours since kickoff took place. So you just think back, and it's like you know, what what do you really want to highlight? What what really stood out to you? And it would be easy to talk about that opening drive from Devin Singletary. Of course, the play of Stefan Diggs. Those would be some easy things to discuss. More so, I thought it was a a little bit of a redemption story for two guys on the offensive side of the ball. The first one being Isaiah McKenzie. Um, Now, you can look at the stat line and say, okay, one reception for eight yards, two carries for two yards and a touchdown. Nothing that really stood out too crazy there. But when we talk about McKenzie and the game against the Kansas City Chiefs, right, and, and what was a, a big win for the Bills, there seemed to be some more frustration around, around him and, and his play in that game. And, and you just think to yourself, like, OK, listen, not everyone is going to have a perfect game all the time, right? Like it just you're, you're going to have some some, uh, some mistakes. You're going to have some missteps and, and that's something that's going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't look at it too much and think to myself that, that everyone really needs to be, you know, again, just playing in their tip top shape, but for McKenzie, not a perfect game against the chiefs, but to come back looking at things and saying like, okay, uh, obviously his play as a kick returner is one thing, but to get that carry at the goal line, to be doing some fancy footwork to get into the end zone. You just saw a level of trust that really took place. And, and again, as as I go forward with it, I just look at it. And to me, it was like, it was just nice to see a level of confidence in the coaching staff from Isaiah McKenzie, because albeit from the fan base, at least from some of the fan base, of course, um, they were, you know, really calling for Khalil Shakir over Isaiah McKenzie. And again, some limited opportunities, but especially that, that carry into the end zone um, to get that touchdown was something I was impressed with. So like I said, a little bit of redemption for Isaiah McKenzie there. Um, More so, it really fits for James Cook, right? The five carries for 35 yards, the one reception for 41 yards. I mean, listen, when you're talking about six touches going for 76 yards, it shows what kind of playmaker he can be. And I was excited to see that because, right, there's been so much talk about running backs in the Buffalo Bills, from Christian McCaffrey to Kareem Hunt, Cam Aker's name getting thrown out there, Alvin Kamara. Part of me wonders, if you're the agent of a running back that's looking to get traded, do you just throw the Buffalo Bills name out there to draw some attention? I don't know. But regardless of that, to see Cook be able to make some dynamic plays on Sunday night was certainly a good thing to see. Devin Singletary is going to be solid, right? 14 carries, 67 yards, 4.8 average uh there, you know, one reception for 16 yards, you know, a, a solid day for him really controlling things early on. But that's what we're going to get from Devin Singletary. And James Cook could be that X factor for the Bills' offense as you come towards this second half of the season. And we got a glimpse of it last night. So, for James Cook, a bit of a redemption story. Isaiah McKenzie as well. And two guys that certainly stood out to me. You know, another guy that stands out and it, you know, should come as no surprise because I, I talk about him all the time. I still continue to be impressed with Gregory Rousseau and his play, very active on defense, just. You know getting another sack last night actually should have had two sacks last night a couple tackles for loss three solo tackles and assist on another just i'm impressed by what he is doing and even so you know last night they're showing some footage of von miller sitting on the sideline gregory rousseau right next to him so um not so much the redemption arc that i was talking about before but you know I am a fan of Gregory Rousseau and what he does and what he can bring to the Buffalo Bills. And I'm excited with what he's been able to do so far. I mean, you talk about a guy, a second-year player, 22 years old, um, you know, to have five sacks through seven games. Yeah, I'm I'm good with this. I'm excited about it, and I'm excited about what he continues to do. So, you know, really from that standpoint, it was three guys that stood out to me. I, I could go on and on about some others. That interior defensive line, Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, Tim Settle, um, Daquan Jones, just really controlling a, a good, you know, parts of the game last night, getting penetration. I know people will talk about the running game for the Packers, but I think when you talk about the scheme that the Buffalo Bills had in play and what was taking place, um, I was impressed with the way the interior defensive line played. And that doesn't even get into the guy that I'm going to highlight in our paying homage segment when I come back after the break. So hang tight, I'll be right back after this. You're listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference.
1: All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back. Breaking Buffalo rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, recording this on Halloween night. A little bit of a abbreviated version of the show since uh got a couple things going on with the family but wanted to get to you another episode. And now it's time for our Paying Homage segment of the show. comes to you each week from our friends at homage.com. Check out the show notes so you can find the softest Buffalo Bills tees In the game. And this week, the guy that I was thinking of, and and it just really stood out to me in watching the game on Sunday night, it was linebacker Matt Milano. And Milano has certainly been that guy for the Buffalo Bills this season. Big interception last night off the tip pass from Tim Settle, five solo tackles, one tackle for loss. Milano has just really become that guy on the Buffalo Bills defense. And yeah, there's going to be so much talk about Von Miller and everything that he does, how fantastic he is. None of that you can deny. And you can talk about Gregory Rousseau, who you know I do all the time on the show. But as we talk about things, right, with Micah Hyde being done for the season, still haven't seen Tradavius White yet. Jordan Poyer being in and out of the lineup and hopefully we'll know more as it relates to his injury sometime very soon. Matt Milano has probably been that most consistent high performer for the Bills this season. And you can look at the stat lines and say, okay, well, yeah, 31 tackles on the season and five tackles for loss, two interceptions so far. You know, that stuff is all good, right? When you look at the statistics. But when you watch the game, that is the guy that stands out most on the Buffalo Bills defense. For the most part, he's on the field for 100% of the snaps, Uh, unlike the guys on the defensive line, right? So they're kind of rotating. But he just has been an absolute terror. His tackle on A.J. Dillon on Sunday night, right, where Dillon had to come out of the game. I mean, there was just a level of violence to that, not like in any sort of a malicious way, but like these two guys that are just these freak athletes, right, both. And, I mean, Milano's probably given up 15 pounds to him. And they just collide, and Milano was not going to be denied. And he is like, I am taking Dylan to the ground, kind of folded him backwards somewhat awkwardly. Again, nothing malicious at the time, but you just watched it, and you're like, Matt Milano's like that silent assassin out there. You don't see him talking. You don't see him woofing. You don't see him doing a lot of that stuff. He just goes out and plays. Here's a guy he's earned every penny of that contract so far. When you look at what he brings to this team, currently in the second year of a four-year deal, talk about a bargain. Matt Milano, I mean, have yourself a day. Have yourself a season so far. And we know there are guys out there that he is starting to get more and more attention when it comes to things like the Pro Bowl or whatever they're going to call that these days. Um, Potentially recognition as an all-pro. I've talked to you before. I love the Around the NFL podcast. And the late great Chris Wessling used to talk about Matt Milano all the time. That was certainly one of his guys. Now you hear the other guys on the show talk about him because they know. They see it. They see what Milano brings to the Buffalo Bills, to that defense. And when you're talking about the number one defense in football and the guy that is probably having the greatest impact in my mind. And again, I'm I'm not going back and watching the tape. I'm not talking about PFF grades or any of those pieces. I'm just talking about as you watch the game, If you come at the end of it and said, who is the best player on the Buffalo Bills defense? For the most part, it's Matt Milano. He is that guy for the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Just like Stefan Diggs will say, I'm him. Matt Milano might be him when it comes to the defensive side of the football. And understandably, Von Miller getting so much praise, deserved it. My God, what he did to the Green Bay offensive line last night. Uh, on the fourth down play to just lead to like absolutely nothing from Aaron Jones um, truly shows how great he can be. But again, when we talk about that consistency playing and play out, it's been Milano for me and honestly just feel like he's overlooked. I mean, heck I've overlooked him when it comes to this segment and the paying homage segment of the show and what we do. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope that you agree when it comes to it, but uh, obviously if you don't, you know where to find me on Twitter at Anth Marino, or in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. But it's always great to catch up with you guys. I'll be honest, that bye week, it it, uh, it drains you a bit, right? You go two weeks with in between games. Uh, you got a little bit of that bye week hangover, even as a fan. Uh, maybe the Bills had a little bit of it last night in the in the second half. But again, as you go forward, now you've got the Bills traveling down to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets next weekend. Early on, 12 and a half point favorite. We'll be interesting to see what's happened. Obviously, the Jets have uh, exceeded some expectations so far, sitting at the five and three record. But Zach Wilson having his struggles, albeit the rest of the team, that talent starting to shine through. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to get out of here for now. I appreciate you guys always tuning in. I hope you and yours had a great, safe, and happy Halloween. I'll be back with y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.